0: Hey, it's Stephanie, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Yellow, hello, it's Haney here. I'm back with the next part in our series on the last part in our series. Wait, huh? Yeah, no, that's right, actually. The last part in our series on anti-bias is activism. And last week we talked about what activism is. If you're a normal person, you've probably slept since then. So here's a refresher in that activism is all about giving children the tools they need for learning how to stand up to hurtful, unfair, biased behavior. It encourages children to take the perspective of others which is required when seeking out justice and injustice and then having the ability to have positive interactions with others and promoting positive conflict resolution. It's about making change and it's about doing what's right and eliciting transformations. And you're probably thinking, yeah, that's a pretty big concept, I see activists on the TV holding pickets and chaining themselves to bulldovers to elicit change. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's activism, but there's so much more to it. And In our work with young children, we can install that foundation to create activists. No, they don't have to go on hunger strikes or become social media famous. Uh, But they do have to understand that they can make a difference. They have to understand that they can make a difference. So it's not always about what's on the TV or the socials. Lots of things can happen behind the scenes too. There are so many different kinds and levels of activism, but they all make an impact. Think about it. Have you ever attended a school board meeting or um, had a voice about some topic or sent a letter to Congress or maybe even, I mean, donated some clothes to a homeless shelter? All of those are activism. Surprise! You're an activist. (laughs) Uh, But here's the deal. We can get our children in on it too. And that's the fun part because they can see the impact And when we raise our children with these morals, values, and beliefs, when we nurture and facilitate their ability to be activists, they'll keep on trucking with it. I promise. So when we nurture and facilitate activism, it's about what we instill in our children. We want our children to be kind, love one another. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we also want our children to understand That when they see something wrong, they can do something about it. And not just complain, but actually do something. It can be small scale, maybe in our home, our classroom, or it can be large. So large that it creates some type of systemic change. Regardless of the level that it's on, activism is important for our children for their confidence, for their self-awareness, for their own knowledge that they have a voice and that they can make an impact, right? So how do we do that? Well, we do that by exposing injustices first. We have conversations in ways that they can understand about what's happening in the world around them. We can point out when something isn't as it should be and make connections to those real-life examples to be on a personal level to the child. Then, we can work with them to see what changes should be made and how we can go about making those changes. What can we do to help fix this? What can we do to help? Brainstorming some ideas together for what to do. Something that's practical, that's hands on, something that they can do to have an influence. And then we simply help facilitate whatever action plan you decided on. I think it's a great way to nurture activism, and it's especially helpful when it's something that the child is interested in. Uh, my six year old nephew, Atticus, loves animals, all animals. Uh, but especially the ones that I feel like are the ickies. <laughs> the ickies, I call them. You know, like the lizards, the bugs, the snakes, the creepy crawlies. Uh, he's even gone so far to say that when he grows up, he wants to be a snake wrangler. That is, That is his chosen profession, is snake wrangler. But here's the thing. That's his interest, right? He has seen and demonstrated an interest in... All things ickies. (laughs) So we can dive into activism as it relates to his interest. So what's happening in our environment? Uh, Do we have species that are dying out? I think of bees as a prime example, right? They're losing their population because of pesticides, drought, air pollution. Their habitats are being destroyed. How can we demonstrate activism on behalf of bees? Well, we reduce our chemical and pesticide use. We can set up bee-friendly habitats. We can grow plants and flowers to help them thrive when it comes for pollination. All of that in our own backyard. But that's activism. And we can involve our children in each of those steps of activ- activism too. It's about how we phrase it and how we talk through with the children the injustices of the world And then how we can work with them to take steps in activism. To take steps to fix those injustices. I think another great way to do this is to show example. Uh, So many children's books about activism. Um, I'll highlight some on our socials after this episode airs. uh, So you can kind of see what I'm talking about. But lots of different books. Uh, that give examples about characters that are standing up for themselves and others. And we see, I mean, we see feel-good stories on TV. Um, So it's all about having those conversations about what's happening and why it's important. Of course, I'm not saying watch the nightly news with reports of tear gas and police blockades. Uh, Hello, trauma. That's... That's a Sarah episode, not a Stephanie episode. (laughs) But keeping it developmentally appropriate and on their level of understanding. So exposing them to the fact that there are injustices. Maybe not all of the extreme injustices that are happening, but on their level of what they can handle. We can talk with the children about their interactions with others like what happened at school or why did so-and-so do something and how it made the other person feel. You can talk with the children about what we could do differently next time or how we can make a stand and create change to prevent it from happening again. Whatever it may be, it's all about engaging in dialogue to first help them understand what is happening and then encouraging them to develop ideas and act on those ideas to fix it. It doesn't have to be large scale. It doesn't have to be so huge that we're climbing Everest with our shoes untied. But when we take even the tiniest steps to being able to see injustice and doing something about it, that's helping our children understand that they can make an impact. So how do we nurture and facilitate activism? Well, here's what we don't do. We don't pretend everything's fine. We don't shelter our children from things that are really happening. And we don't sit by the sidelines while injustices are happening. But what can we do? We can talk about it. We can help our children to see that bad things are happening to good people on a level that they can comprehend. And then we can demonstrate activism and advocacy By doing something. We show our children that we can make an impact. Which in turn helps them to understand that they too can make an impact. And we support them. We support them in their interests, hobbies, and passions. And we facilitate them being activists as well. And we do this one day at a time. One step at a time. Until next time, I wish you well. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casito Kids Infant-Toddler Specialist Network and Casito Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families Child Care and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at kids these days pod. Be sure to check out the resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Stephanie Haney and music track beat by Kevin McLeod.